0: They used to tell me me. me. I hope you learn to make it on your own And if you let yourself, just know you'll never be alone I hope that you get everything you want and that you chose I hope that it's the realest thing that you ever know Hope you get the pretty girls that's pretty at everything Million dollar cribs, having million dollar dreams And when you get it all, just remember one thing. Remember one thing. That one man could change the world That one man could change the world All I, all I wanted was a hundred million dollars and a bad chick Imagine this a so month, some nights nice, it felt like that I had it Back on the mattress, staring at the ceiling, trying to connect the dots But it making those attachments I'm talking dreaming so hard, some nights nice, it felt like draft day, you know Matt my stepbrother used to flip them bags outside the crib like it was trash. Date, no Kim K, buddy bag. Yay, yay. But when you're getting fast, money slow down, don't crash. With all the drive in the world, swear you still need gas. Look, think about it. Close your eyes, dream about it. Tell your team about it. Go make million dollar schemes about it. Success is on the way, I feel it in the distance. Used to look up at the stars and be like, ain't too much that's different. I be shining, they be shining. Get you one shot, don't you miss it. What you know by waking up every Day like you want a mission, and I hope you learn to make it on your own. And if you love yourself, just know you never be
1: alone. Yo
2: yo yo yo.
1: Yo yo.
3: Hey, we back, man. Back like we never left. I'm,
1: I'm saying it's been a long, long time, man. Long time, man. Real How long time, time, man. Uh kinda of, I almost miss you guys a little bit. Almost? Almost miss you almost
3: huh? yeah hey you, i missed y'all man You missed miss you guys bro. <laughs> i missed y'all man about, yeah. him. i don't know where you talk about <laughs> i missed y'all man yeah man all right
1: <laughs> man so who? okay so we 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 came back today um we want to talk about something a little different y'all you know from our, our our normal spew you know we we talk about a lot of crazy stuff on here sometimes um nothing too out of the pocket uh but today we got a we got a guest with us. A guest. A, a special guest. A special guest with us. Guest, could could you introduce yourself, please?
4: Hi everybody, my name is Georgette. I also go by De la as De la. in uh, the name of my salon is Salon De La Soul Sister. I am a natural hair stylist i've been specializing in natural hair exclusively since 1997 and i'm honored
1: to be here thanks for having me oh yeah thank you for coming through and blessing us with your presence and your knowledge um hopefully you'll be able to drop some of that knowledge upon us today and you know kind of help those people out there that's um looking to get into something get into something okay all right so today's topic why entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. um the first question I actually want to ask the panel um, is, what is an entrepreneur to y'all?
2: Hmm.
5: That's a good question. This is OJJ. Uh, I would say for myself, an entrepreneur is someone that um, has the mindset and goal to be successful, a uh, uh, innovator a creator, somebody that's not afraid to step out the box and, you know, be successful at whatever they're trying to do. Or not even be successful, but, you know, learn a craft and perfect that craft and, you know, try to profit off of it. or not even profit off of it, but just be the best at that particular
0: mm-hmm.
5: thing that they're doing. If it's a basketball player, if it's a, you know, a video gamer, whatever it is if it if if they're that good at, it or if they perfect that craft to be you know to that point of hierarchy mm-hmm. if that makes any sense mm-hmm. uh but you know just to be best at what they are and and to be able to teach someone that skill so they can mm-hmm. elevate you know it's, it's it's a lot into it for me An entrepreneur is just basically in a nutshell, someone that can always elevate
3: in whatever they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I feel that. Um we go since the daylights. Um, business wise. Well an
4: entrepreneur is me. Um I will say this. You know we're supposed to have this american dream right you're supposed to get the you know the house with the white picket fence and 2.5 kids but that american dream is built on working for someone else Mm -hmm. so really an entrepreneur is actually a very revolutionary person um because we're going against the grain of what society wants us to do like even when i was in cosmetology school I'm thinking i'm going to cosmetology school to get my license so then i can open my own salon no, no 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 they want me to go work for someone else they say oh you should go work at xyz salon i said well i don't want to work there you know like a big corporate salon they said well that that way you know for sure you have a, a paycheck and you have health insurance mind you i was young this is like 1996 i was only a you know a few years out of high school i'm like What's the point of me getting my license if I don't work for myself? You all know in the black community, you have beauty shops, barbershops, the shoe shine men. You know, you had, we had our own entrepreneurs in our community. And so that's what I wanted to do. But the school that I went to wanted me to go get a job for someone else. There is a self-employment tax. Excuse me. I'm taxed just for being self-employed. This is not. It's, this country is not set up for you to be your own boss. It's set up for someone else to be your boss. So when you talk about being an entrepreneur, you are really and truly doing something that's amazing. Because yeah. number one, it's not easy, you know, right? It's everybody want to know every two weeks that direct deposit hit. You know, yeah. we 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 going out to dinner. You know, um, yeah. And being an entrepreneur, you have an ebb and flow. Sometimes the money is coming in. Sometimes it's not. You know, sometimes you have some lean days, sometimes you have some, you know, some bad days. So to me, an entrepreneur is somebody that has really made up in their mind that everybody else is going to the right and I'm going to go to the extreme left. Mm. It's not going to be easy. Uh, I'm going to take some bumps along the way, but I'm going to stay steadfast in this in this journey. And I, I hope that somebody that's listening to this, this show, if they have on an idea, if they're trying to think of, you know, something they want to do to make, to get an income, I hope that I inspire them to do that. Because if I can do it, you can do it too.
3: Yeah. 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 I, and I kind of like that, man. I, I like that you said revolutionary. Um, to me, an entrepreneur is somebody that has the faith to step out and believe in themselves. You know what I mean? Like you said, there's going to be ebbs and flows. There's going to be setbacks. There's going to be some failures along the way, but do you have the faith to, Actually pursue that dream. You know what I mean? Because we all out here chasing something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some of us chasing the wrong things. Some of us chasing the right things. But we're chasing something. So I feel like you have to have that faith to step out and believe. Like, hey, no matter what, you have to be your biggest supporter. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? It's not going to be a bandstand. You know, walking you down. Uh, MLK. You know, mm-hmm. beating on drums. You know what I'm saying? And tuning you up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And some of the people that you 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 thought was going to be with you on that journey, mm. they tend to fall off. Whether that's jealousy, whether that's envy, whether that's just spite. You know, not everybody is going to be attached to your success. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have saw somebody that said, uh, you know, dealing with relationships. Sometimes when you meet people, they meet you in a in a place. Where y'all have a, a common link, like y'all mm-hmm. both in the same pace. Mm-hmm. But once you start to come up out that place, can they handle that success? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, with me, that's that's just what entrepreneurship is, man. You just have to have that, that self faith, man. that no matter what, that self perseverance that hey, I, I'm gonna get this done by any means necessary.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Man, we'll
3: see, we'll okay, see. So my answer
1: isn't as <laughs> elaborate as all of your guys's, you know. <laughs> <not right>. <laughs> but to me an entrepreneur is somebody that uh, sees a need um that's willing to take the financial risk to create the business to provide a service mm-hmm. that's I like it.
3: that i didn't i didn't
1: i didn't look at it any other way i mean i got it dreams and dah, yeah. dah, 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 dah. but i feel like when it comes to business it's got to be straightforward mm-hmm. it's got to be black and white mm-hmm. um just as as far as like entrepreneurship i feel like um um you spoke on the american dream mm-hmm. all right but whose dream was that exactly it could be right. a nightmare and it could correct mm-hmm. oh, so and man. i and i feel mm-hmm. like that was just something that was that was put out there to i guess to kind of give you something to reach towards or reach reach for but there was a, a like an ulterior dream on the other side a motive mm-hmm. on the other side or, there was something going on behind the scenes, like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to have them. They mm-hmm. want to get this white big fish and
3: this mm-hmm. house
1: and stuff like that. But we're going to get billions of dollars exactly. over here. So exactly. I'm going to keep letting them work for it and keep letting them mm-hmm. do this to get there and get that. So I just,
5: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. Entrepreneurship, I feel like it's, um, especially for us in the black community, is,
4: mm-hmm.
1: it's something that we all want because we all, we all know how to get money. But we don't know how to keep it. Mm-hmm. And I and I think that's the 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 problem because there's I don't know I think there's like I I seen something I heard something about there being eleven thousand businesses created every every day mm-hmm. and it's just you got to think about how many businesses fail we have we have a lot of we have a lot of black businesses out here um, a lot of them go strong for a couple of years and then mm-hmm. they die off mm-hmm. because. One, we we haven't been taught any uh, financial literacy, and exactly. it started at our home, mm-hmm. and we take our practices mm-hmm. with us mm-hmm. along that journey in our life. Um, it's just
3: you know. Up. So I have a question for the panel. I mean, as as you talk about that, and, and you've been in business uh, since then, so how how do you, how important is it for you to have an understanding of finances? if you're pursuing entrepreneurship?
4: I can answer that very clearly for everyone. If you're not good with money, you have to go to someone with your money so they can help you. Shout out to my sister, Kendra, because in 2002, this is post September 11th, and we know about that tragedy. I'm living with my sister. And baby girl, I am shopping every day i'm getting that cash money dollars in my pocket and i'm at the mall and i'm coming home with with shopping bags from here and there and she said georgette you are not going to have anything in the future if you keep spending your money and so it's like you get a dollar you open the window just let it blow out so i had a um one of my classmates from school i was Jackie a's class of 93 uh-oh, uh-oh. went to school with big mo uh-oh. george Floyd was my classmate okay. and a uh, big pocket you know I'm real true um one of my classmates yeah one of my classmates became a financial advisor and he had a jazz brunch right come on down to the jazz brunch I'm like shoot free food and some jazz sign me up but when you went to the brunch he he gave his sales pitch hey I'm working for xyz you know I don't know what all I can sell here I'm working for xyz financial planning and I I put that with what my sister had just told me about my money and I went to him. That was in 2002. In 2002, and it is now 2023. And I'm here to tell y'all, it was not easy having that little money coming out of my account every month. But I thank God that I did that because I am not good with money, and that's okay you go to somebody to help you and even my mom is almost 80 years old and she was like it's too late for me it's never too late to set up some type of savings thing i don't care if it's just go to your bank and talk to the banker and see what you can set up but if you're not good with money you ain't good with money so you hire somebody to do it like i'm not an attorney if i need some legal stuff done i'm gonna hire an attorney if i need my house painted i'm gonna hire a painter so you have to connect yourself with people are in line with what you're trying to do i thank god that i went Mm -hmm. to him because it's been plenty of days like it ain't enough time in the show to talk about how the stuff that i've been through but thankfully i had that money set aside and it helped me through um that's the number one thing with us when you talked about black businesses and they fail i can tell you exactly why they fail because we want to be whatever the latest designer thing is we got to have it we want to have the big chain the chain so big with jesus on the cross it look like a full grown man hanging from your neck we got to have the belt buckle with the letters connected we got to have all these things and we show 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 but we don't go 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 we don't say we don't say anything aside it's a, it's a local business i'm not going to name it and it's going through all kind of lawsuits and all kind of stuff because they put so much money on the front end to show people what they have that now you got all these lawsuits so now you're going to have to start selling off these assets because you didn't think about the future like I even look at some other hairstylists like they got this and that and they they getting BMWs deliver this custom that's wonderful that's great if that's what you want to do but that's not what I want for myself because when I'm old and gray I'm going to be good financially, Lord willing. Those people that's getting the custom bins delivered, I don't know where they're going to be, you know. So that is my, you know, my pledge to people is to understand that, yes, you work in in a, in a business that not, that's not necessarily cash based, but you got your money. It's no middleman. Your money's coming directly to you. But with that, you have to be smart and you have to be wise about it. And our people, the financial literacy for black people is at a deficit. You know, some other races, they're teaching their kids already in elementary and middle school about stocks and bonds and about savings. They ain't teaching us about that. You know, when you talk about when we are talking about the American dream and I said it could be a nightmare. I look at it like when you see a, a, a race, a dog race or whatever. Something is dangling in front of that animal To get them to run and go So they dangle money in front of us And we're steadily chasing running after it And we're trying to grab a hold of it But it's like we'll never be able to get a big piece of the pie Because it's already set up for us to stay in a certain, a certain place hmm. man, that's, that's, I'm not going to lie,
3: man That was deep And I'm glad that um, we can have this conversation Because I feel like a lot of the times When we get together It, it is talking about how we plan to spend our money, how we plan to you know go buy this or I want to buy this or I want to buy that but our conversations do not center around like hey, what stocks are you investing in? you know <laughs> mm-hmm. what, 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 what what portfolios have you invested mm-hmm. in? like mm-hmm. hey what you think about if I invested in this stock or mm-hmm. if I did this or if I opened this, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So my, my next question is how important do y'all think it is to support black businesses? You know, you see a lot of hashtags um, support Black businesses, and when we are supporting these Black businesses, what should we be looking for? Should we just be pouring our money into anything, or is there a certain thing that we should be looking for mm-hmm. if we putting our money into that? I feel like um,
5: whatever is good, whatever is beneficial for you, you know, like you know, for me, I'm, you know, I'm ball headed, so you know, if I'm looking for <laughs> some, some african ball cream reach out to them you know or right. you know if, I, if i'm just trying to get some good soul food i mean mm-hmm. and then you know don't even just ask i mean listen to people offer a recommendation go out and try people mm-hmm. stuff you know just mm-hmm. you know don't be afraid to try different things and that's how you well that's how other people businesses get getting known by Mm-hmm. going out and trying different things. The other day, I went out and tried uh Sparkle Burger. Mm-hmm. Never, uh, Everybody said, oh, try Sparkle Burgers, try Sparkle Burger. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let's mm-hmm. go ahead. It's a black business. Let's go try it out. Try it out. I was like, oh, my God, why <laughs> haven't I checked this out? Yeah. You know, I let yeah. people know, hey, I need to go check out Sparkle Burger. Man, they got, they got north side uh, slushies, uh, no, north side uh, daiquiris, south side daiquiris, but south side daiquiris broke down, of course. Because it was too cold.
3: <laughs> but you
5: know, I'm just her, she saying, said she said you know? she said
1: it was freezing up too much you yeah. know I said man it's that cold
5: <laughs> But at the end of the day you know whatever fits you and and what you mm-hmm. like but always I would recommend just you know go try out different mm-hmm. things you know if it's bad all right hey you know it's bad you can give a recommendation to somebody hey I went to this place it wasn't you know the best it was you know i know it's a black business but hey or even reach out to that business and say hey mm-hmm. i did try your food out and you know this is what happened to me you know i would recommend y'all doing abc and mm-hmm. now if you a black business and you're trying to get more customers you would be you would want to take heed to you know your customers intake on certain things mm-hmm. and that's how i feel about
1: it i feel like um it's, it's cool to, to invest in the black businesses and put you know put the dollar back in the back in the black yeah. businesses, but I feel like sometimes what they're asking for isn't what isn't what you're getting, mm. you know. And what I mean by that is, I, I can, mm. you could go to to state Forty Eight and you know they got the the guys standing next to the table, he refilling your water and mm-hmm. making sure you got your napkins. They bringing, I mean, they just it's just top of the line but then you go to these black businesses they got plastic forks they got the, the, the plastic uh little glasses to put your stuff why am I why okay you want me to spend 160 whatever it is on these meals and stuff like that but I'm not getting the same service that I'm getting over here at these other restaurants and that's why those services are lasting a little bit you know those businesses are lasting long in my eyes it's just because of how uh everything is uh it's kind of laid out then on top of that, I don't see a lot of black businesses bringing up other black businesses. Mm-hmm. Nobody's helping promote the next mm-hmm. man. They just trying to be better than the next man, mm-hmm. and that mentality mm-hmm. is what's keeping us stagnant. What
4: mm-hmm.
0: where
1: we at? And 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 it's not helping us grow any. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind it. I don't mind going to go check different places out. But me personally, I I don't go out to a a lot of places you know I just I mean I spend money on what I like and that's about it you know
4: well that goes back to what I was saying about where we spend our money you have a restaurant I'm not naming it and they have spent an awful lot of money on things material things but then we go in there You're like, what is this? Because the math ain't math, and this ain't matching (laughs) up. You have to invest in your business. When my clients come to me for service, I don't be like, hey, uh, Brandy, can you stop at the beauty supply? I need some shampoo. I need some (laughs) conditioner. Oh, hey, Miss Sally Sue, I didn't get to wash my towels. I need. we sometimes, as Black people, we sit on our laurels and we think, well, I have a Black-owned business, so everyone should support me because I'm Black. No we have to swim farther run farther run fast we have to do all these things with other races and with each other Mm. um so that definitely is a a big thing is that we taking the money and putting it in the wrong places and you should be able to say hey uh mr sir whatever i didn't like my food it was blah 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 and that person should be receptive to it but what ends up happening and i've seen it Mm. it's a long tirade uh, you know, Tyrell Williams came to my restaurant and he gave me a one-star reason. I've had a situation where I got some food from a food truck. I'm actually vegan. I've been vegan for six years, right? Almost six years. And I went to this food truck and it was trash. My food was burnt mm. and it was, a, it was a new place. I took pictures of it. I contacted the owner and I told him, I said, sir, this is unacceptable. I said, "I right, we're both business owners. We're both black and we're both vegan. Why would you serve me something like this? I said, Now I could be Jakey. And give you a one star review, but I don't want to do that. What can we do to make this right? We we don't tend to give each other a little bit of extra grace. Like we, I uh, will say, a big chain fried chicken place can mess up your order ten times. You still gonna go back to that big chain, you know? Place that's we honest. will we will cut off every black business because one black business did us wrong. Instead of uh, maybe if you don't mm-hmm. go back to that one, try another one, you know.
2: So that's how I see it in the bucket type mm-hmm. stuff I'm, I, I'm cool with, with trying black owned businesses is um not I just heard you say you know if you give one a chance you want to be like if that one didn't work out you want to see let's go out and go give another one a chance but it's like with me I didn't tried that and I feel like I've been failed in that area so many times as being a black business owner myself I I, I really try to focus on the number one thing I feel like black businesses are hurting on is customer service even right now i feel like i was telling my wife it's crazy because about three weeks ago it was like hey because we always trying to come up with different mm-hmm. ideas about them like did hey, you think about starting a customer service business like just teaching your employees on how to speak and how to talk to one another and how to talk i mean most black businesses i used to go to you just hear a lot of um you just start hearing a lot of um uh, like complaining in the background mm-hmm. i hear a lot of cussing back there mm-hmm. it's just like
4: hey what the fuck is, what the
2: is out of here? <laughs> and then it's all what else you want what else you need okay can I get this what else you want I'm just like man calm down you know like, it's like they're irritating get handled like that at all my it's pleasure my pleasure and then like my wife went out the other day to go to brunch and she was like everything was good the food was good she went out to a certain place that everybody kind of know about but she was like the customer service sucked the waiter had an attitude all day mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. it made me not even want to enjoy my food because she had an attitude
5: mm-hmm. and
2: one of the problems that they had is which i don't hear too many people complain about was that her drink was too strong and it was like and the waiter had a attitude about adding a little bit more juice to it like she was just like dang i ain't never seen nobody complain about their drink like man why can't i just get good customer service with mm-hmm. this like mm-hmm. why does it always have to be an attitude or you, you seem so like, oh, because I'm black owned, you can get away with this type of exactly. stuff. Exactly. Like, Damn, my food is, yeah. so why are you worrying about my attitude? Like, yeah. this is what makes me not want to come back mm-hmm. here, man. And then With black owned business, like you were saying, uh, Mr. Patience just not um, con- contribute c- um, contributing to other black owned mm-hmm. businesses. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. we're not here to hype each other up, to be like, hey, well, let's go over here, let's go do this. Well, mm-hmm. just because you sell a certain type of counter don't mean that this one can't be good either. It's just like, yeah. oh, come by for me because that one ain't as good as mine. It's like, Hey, why do we tear each other down so much? Yeah. When it comes to getting all this money that's out here. Because these other races, man, mm-hmm. I mean, they they like, hey, it's enough money out here for all of us. when it comes us, it's just like, hey, it's me and this is all you need, man. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Like, I mean, I, I know with uh, um Mr. Patience too. Like, I know we do shirts and stuff, but when it's a patient saying they doing shirts like hey man you clear that side of town i'm gonna clear exactly, this side of town yeah, I'm like hey exactly. we both can get money man yeah, get money. i mean let's both eat man but yeah it's just i guess our train the thinking sometimes it just yeah. it just beats off and to me customer service is the most important i feel like exactly. that's how you get even if your food is nasty man a good yes ma'am how this <laughs> tastes yep. and how you doing here mm-hmm. can i refill your water you know my pleasure yeah. Man, it goes a long
5: way. It goes a long the food's way. Food's bad, but hey. Yeah. They got good customer service. Hey, I'll go back. just because
4: I might have caught them on a bad day. The man, food, you know. Chick-fil-A.
1: Chick-fil-A.
2: I, was just, I was yeah, up one time, yeah. man. I went in there. I felt nice about it. I was like, I'm so sorry, but Right. I wanted pepper jack cheese, you put in there, get you. Yeah. Right. You mind but you go somewhere else, McDonald's, I'll be like, Man, the food
3: ain't right, man. You exactly yeah. because of you the yeah. vibe the same energy that they give you. It customer service makes a big difference. And that Uh, to speak to that, man. Uh, So I was going to the shop. She knows, because I Mm -hmm. told her this story. I was Mm -hmm. going to the shop. And before I even knew who she was, I was going to the shop on Foundry. You know, there was a bunch of black barbers, uh, black stylists in there. So I was like, okay, you know. And actually how I ended up going, my wife knew her when she used to go to the shop. So, you know, my wife is natural now, so she don't go to the shop. But, so I, I gave her a shot or whatever. And man, I used to go to the shop I used to be sitting there three or four hours. The ladies used to be smoking weed. They used to be talking about stripping. Everything under the sun, but, you know, doing the business or whatever and stuff like that. And I did tell her about it. I was like, hey, you know, I don't have a lot of time and I would go to the shop and my appointment be for 12 and I only did at six or seven. Mm-mm. And it wasn't like she was busy. It was just like little things like overbooking, mm-hmm. you know, stacking That's clients on top on. of each other. So I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. listen, one time I told her I was like, "Hey, you know, my little dreads, they keep uh, you know, they get loose at the end." right can you believe this woman start doing this, snip, 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 and she start cutting my dreads. You know what I mean? Instead of fixing the problem. Instead of fixing the problem, she just start cutting them because that was the solution, you know what I mean? So, long story short, I, I I'm in the mall. I I see one of her clients, you know what I'm saying, the dude you know what I'm saying? Got hair all the way down to his back. He looked like Pocahontas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was like, dang, I was like, that's how I want my stuff to look. You know, he had the rest of his hair shaved, but he just yeah, had, had these top, three or four, like five ones heart. just coming all the way down his back. And I was like, man, that's dope right there, man. So I asked him, I'm like, hey, man, who you go to, man? And he was like, oh, I go to this lady named Georgette, you know, uh, De La Soul, man, you know, check out or what I was like, hey, you think I can get a number? called her man the experience was completely different bro mm-hmm. like it was like night and day bro mm-hmm. like you walk into the shop you know what I'm saying it's an ambiance. you know what I mean it's it's the colors that's popping off to you it's it's an environment to get you mm-hmm. comfortable mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying the conversation is always personal how the family doing mm-hmm. how you doing what's new what's going on mm-hmm. you okay you've been okay you know just little things that you don't have to do but you're mm-hmm. going over and beyond to do, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, you know, like she said, hey, can you stop and pick up this? or Your hair got to <laughs> look like this way. Yeah. yeah, your hair got to look this way for you mm-hmm. come to me. Listen, I done came in here some days with my hair tore up, bruh. Like I'm talking about, I ain't stepped in her shop like six months mm-hmm. and she looking at me like, I'm looking at her face and she looking at me like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? But hey, I yeah. just get in there yeah. yeah. do but it, Yeah, but she was like, come on in you know what I'm saying it's just a little love and I don't want to put all the business out there but it was one time like I couldn't even come to the shop and it was love Sean so you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying so it was like it's just that that customer service She was like hey just come on in you know what I'm saying like don't even worry about it I got you just come on in because I don't want you looking like that about the head you know what I'm saying just that type of over and beyond that you know Mm -hmm. I feel like if if more businesses had that bro like we could be so so successful and like yeah. I said we pretty much like family now she done been to my wedding, the wedding she been the baby, to my shower. baby shower when yeah. she met me like I made your I, wedding like, favors for yeah, your wedding exactly yeah. she made the wedding party favors mm-hmm. for my wedding you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying like that's how that's how you build you know? relationship that's how you build but your business but that's how
4: black businesses used to be Miss Hattie Mae had a little high, a little shack in the back of the house where she did hair. um one thing I want to touch on is another reason why I think our businesses fail Is because we treat everything like a hustle. Mm. Everything is not a hustle. There's a difference between a hustle and a business. Like I even hate when people say, How many heads you do today? It just sounds so you know, lascivious. How many clients did I have today? Because these are these heads are attached to a body, attached to a soul, attached to a person. You know, and I never, ever, whatever you ever, never hear me say, I'm the best natural hair stylist in the world. I'm the best natural hair stylist in Houston. I feel like I always have room for growth and to learn and grow. But what you cannot deny is my customer service and how I treat people. <clears throat> Excuse me. A lot of these stylists, they're young um they've never worked anywhere they've only done hair and there's nothing wrong with that but whatever you do i don't care if you're a nail tech if you're a hairstylist if you're a barber if you have a, a barbecue truck you do your job to the best of your capabilities because that is a rep that is represents you if i'm janky at my job people are looking at me like i'm janky not oh you work at target and so target is janky no they're looking at you you are the representation um so that is my my thing for our people is we have to do like you're saying this customer service thing i mean i have people either they've been coming to me 20 plus years or they just had their first appointment because ain't nobody trying to go nowhere like like uh brandon was saying he was like you know i'm like watching your youtube and you i'm oh, sorry i'm watching your youtube and you got all, i mean your videos you got all these clients he didn't even know because there's always one-on-one so yeah
1: give a damn man so I got a question uh, and I kind of want to bring it back to uh, just the whole uh, entrepreneurship do you feel like um, the way that the businesses are being run now is scaring a lot of people away from
5: actually opening businesses
1: themselves most
5: definitely I agree. Um, I'm not. I never been in the restaurant business, but every time I hear somebody say, or come up with the idea of, "Hey, let's make a start a restaurant business," someone always say, "Hey, that's that's not a good idea. I wouldn't recommend it." Or, or a club. Hey, let's try to do a club. I wouldn't recommend it. It's just, it's just so much to do. You got licenses. You got things you have to have permits. It's 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 not a good turnaround. So, I will say yes i just want
1: to say like nothing is going to be easy and i feel like we you know we as a people feel like stuff should be easy now i do kind of go by these uh i guess honestly morals guidelines whatever principles. it is principles there you go principles um that if something is it gives me too much uh, resistance, then it's not for me. And and it ju- it just works out for me. So if I'm if I'm really going at something, I'm putting my time behind it, I'm researching it, I'm and I'm I'm getting started and I'm jump I'm going through all of the hurdles and I'm going over through the obstacles and then stuff just still not working, I'm like oh, it, this must this gotta be a sign. Hey, this ain't for you, brother. You just keep trying, right? So I just what I do personally, I I just keep going. I I I never stop at one idea. You can ask these guys here. I'm I always got an idea mm-hmm. about something. Now, I don't want to just be an idea guy. I want to be an action guy. <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> but we need idea guys and action and be guys. A get yeah. it done, guy. You know, right. get it started, guy. Right. Um, so. I just, uh, for me, uh, just being an entrepreneur, I feel like um, not having enough information about certain things or just the business in itself or whatever path I'm trying to pursue is probably a roadblock for me. And and Mm -hmm. I I understand that um, there are going to be uncertainties and things that Mm -hmm. you're not just going to know. You're just going to have to experience Mm it and then you know just don't make the mistake the next time um but i i feel like i have a lot on on the line you know as far as my kids and stuff. right right so my every move got to be my best right so yes it's got to be thought out and and well planned and and things of that nature so um that's that's kind of like my take on the whole entrepreneurship thing
5: i feel
2: you with that man i just um get like a comment about um everything nothing's going to be easy or whatever like that but even though we know that sometimes everything is not going to be easy. I don't feel like that gives us room to actually have to put our hands in everything. Right. I know, like, it's cool to want to have a business and want to be an entrepreneur, but just because they got this going on over here don't mean that I need to be doing this. like a restaurant ain't for everybody. Mm-hmm. And entrepreneurship is not for it's everybody. Not. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with working a nine-to-five. Nothing because wrong. Because being an entrepreneur takes a lot to mm-hmm. just, with just within itself, like to just to it kind of, kind of teaches you who you are as being a leader mm-hmm. and being how to take care of real responsibility, like taking care of taxes and making mm-hmm. sure you know the, the, the correct information is getting mm-hmm. put out there and the way you you carry yourself, even with our stuff. I sometimes have to tell my wife, like, hey, you can't put stuff like this on Facebook. That's anymore. right. Like, you, mm-hmm. you you represent something now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, but this is my personal life. but You know, people are looking at this. They're looking yourself. at it. Just looking at, looking at, your at your it. Business page. They're looking at the all. They want how many kids you got. I mean, the like, <laughs> mean They're they, they looking
4: drive. to see what kind of
5: stove you got, what kind of refrigerator. I got a yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I got a question. Yeah. Um, I, I knew that you just brought up the uh, the nine to five concept. Yeah. So, what about someone, a person that has the nine to five concept that wants to go into entrepreneurship? Mm-hmm. What would you recommend for them to do? Because I guess I would consider myself that person. You know, I'm a nine to five person. I go, mm-hmm. you know, go to work every day, come mm-hmm. home, you know, and I guess I'm to the point now that like, hey, this is, this not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah, I got a good job or however the case or, it, well, I'm not going to say a good job, but it pays the bills. It's a good And job. it pays the bills. And it's like, well, how do I elevate or get to that next level to get into entrepreneurship, you know, for somebody that's, you know. Yeah, thinking about getting into it. Yeah, I would about think about first me. that you first need to figure out who you are and what you want to really do. Mm-hmm. Because at the end
2: of the day, it's nine to five, it's been paying bills, it's been mm-hmm. taking care of you, it's been it's been giving you your needs and your wants. And then it seems like, and nowadays, it seems like everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Like everybody wants a side hustle, mm-hmm. so everybody wants their own mm-hmm. business. And now it's like, is this just what's up nowadays? Or is this the real move that you really want to make, man? Exactly. Like, like I think you need to have a why behind everything you do. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to just be an entrepreneur, but why am I? Why am I doing this? Why do I want to have my own business? Or why do I want to help people in this type mm-hmm. of area? You mm-hmm. know, and, and so I think it's more about your personal self. Like that nine to five. I feel like nowadays it's like, damn, you still work nine to five on oh, the like what's What's up with that, man? Yeah. Like, man, you start your own business, bro. Mm-hmm. Business is not for everybody, man. Just because you can yeah. make the hell of a burger, don't mean you need to have your own food <laughs> truck. I mean, <laughs> okay, right. you know right. what I'm saying? It's just, and I'm not telling you not to go for it, right. but I'm right. saying just do more research than what you're doing because everything that looks good on the outside right. ain't really what's going on. I mean, I can say, hey, I'm throwing out a shitload of shirts, but I ain't telling you how many arguments and long exactly. nights I'm having with my yeah. wife, man, and how many times the kids are eating chicken nuggets and fries and yeah. they're not eating you know whole course meals man yeah. like it look good like saying oh yeah we're making money getting these shirts and stuff out and counseling people and but man it's some stuff that comes yeah. behind that stuff man oh, like God. and it, I feel yes. like if you don't if you truly don't understand like hey do I really got time to be doing this? Mm-hmm. is this really worth you know um my expectations and again in entrepreneurship it takes money to make money yeah, yeah. so just to get up and say hey, I want to have my own food truck right I mean hey what steps are you taking to get exactly to that? You know, what, what
4: can I, I say this Who says that you can't do both? Most people go to a job that they really don't like to make the money so they can do what they really like on the side. There's no rule to say that you can't do both. And also, I can answer you why everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Social media. media. I've been doing natural hair. I've been a stylist before YouTube, before Pinterest, before TikTok and all that. Right? Yeah. Everybody is online making everything look so easy, right? Everybody's an influencer, right? Yeah. I know an influencer. And guess what? If she don't do these videos for these hair products and get this stuff out, she can't pay her rent. She can't pay her light bills. But on social media, she's in Turks and Kaikos And she's in, you know, uh, wherever. You know what I mean? But what What people don't see is the behind but people don't see the behind I'm saying Mm. she's showing on social Uh, media that her life is great but behind the scenes she waiting on dark and lovely or whoever to drop that coin in her account so social media has created a whole nother mental illness and unawareness for the world that people are so obsessed with seeing something on these phone screens that it doesn't it's not even real so that's why everybody wants to be entrepreneur because you know mustangs Sally one eight seven on YouTube makes it look easy. Yeah. Or take my course, come to my Entrepreneurs Brunch, pay me two thousand dollars for me to sit there and tell you nothing. That's how I'm making money. Yeah. They, again, they're selling, they're giving people a false bill of goods and they're making people think that some kind of way you can do this. And like you say, it's not easy. And it's you know. So I have
5: another question. So is there such thing as bad entrepreneurship?
4: Yes. 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 Everybody is not meant to be a business owner. Let's just say that. Okay. And don't get me wrong. I don't want anybody to think that I'm telling people like Beyonce, quit your job. No. If I'm you're fair. going to go to your job, go to your job. But just know that you have other options and it's okay if you go and get a nine to five job. It's okay if you do that because again, being an entrepreneur, like I said, is revolutionary. Yeah. I've been doing stuff when I was say I was gonna do natural hair care, everybody I thought I was crazy. You're not gonna have no clients and nobody going on no nappy hair, but looking at me all these years later, because for whatever reason, that young little Georgette in nineteen ninety-six at this cosmetology school, no matter what they was throwing at me, I believed in myself and what I can do. Mm. So
3: yeah. So I have a question. Um so okay, so we talked about if you want to be an entrepreneurship, but how do you how do you stay afloat? How do you keep your business going? How do you adapt? How do you change? What has worked for you? You say you've been in this game since ninety six, ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Like that's she, <laughs> that's twenty plus. You know what I mean? Is. And a yeah. lot of things has changed from the time that you started. Yes. So that's how did better. you How did you keep it going? What were some of the things that you had to learn along the way that?
4: This is my ministry. Like, this is something that I'm passionate about. Like I said, it's not a hustle. This is my career. So for me, that's what kept me going. Uh, My clients kept me going. You know, one of the main things I learned is something as simple as before you leave, before that client leave, schedule their next appointment i ask you all the time okay when you want to come back in you want me to book it now or you want to let me know that's number one number two if you do all those steps if you give the good customer service if you do good work people will return you have a client retention you have repeat customers and then guess what then those people start having children and then you start doing their children's church. so you always have that that's what kept me going don't get me wrong it was some lean days it was some tough days i can say now publicly a lot of people don't know this but two years ago, I lost my salon. I got behind on my rent. I was going through a separation. I had some issues with financial stuff that my ex put me in. I went through a divorce. I showed up to my salon. I put that key in the door and they put that little love letter on my window. Sorry, ma'am, uh, you owe us some coins. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. I cried but i had to pick myself up and say okay what are you going to do thankfully i was blessed my friends they said hey you can come work here i worked almost two years you know brandon i was in friends mm-hmm. you know i'm a third world girl mm-hmm. i'm on 45. Absolutely. sometimes it would take me over two hours to get home but i did what i had to do in that time god has blessed me with the salon right in the heart of third ward now and I'm back on my feet and get myself together so you're gonna have some tough days I know my faith in God is first and foremost right, thing because right, I should right. be in somebody's straitjacket right now after all the stuff I've been through yeah. but God you know what yeah. I mean so that's how I stayed afloat my clients you know I, I my clients a lot of y'all are more like family than clients you know yeah. a lot of y'all are more like friends than clients I've had some people come and go and it hurts you know but y'all have your free will to do what you want to do, but basically just, I I couldn't imagine being anything else but a natural hairstylist. I couldn't imagine doing, and that's the thing, like how they would say, if you dreaming about it and you can't, Sleep without it like that thing is your lover, your mistress, your everything, then that's what you need to do. If you're not waking up every day passionate about that entrepreneurship or what you have, if it's making burgers or whatever, then that's not for you. And it's going to reflect and show in your work that food is going to be nasty. Your your employees are not going to be pleased because you're not even 100 percent in it. You know, so that's that's how I stayed afloat. by just keep, you know, going, you know, there's no testimony without a test. And nothing's gonna be easy for us just off jump, cause we black, okay. And nothing's gonna be easy for me off jump, cause I'm not only black, I am a woman. You know, women ain't even had rights to vote. I ain't been that long. Black folks ain't had rights to vote. So that's that's how I, I kept it going. I just I never thought about. I Can't make it. I had to get part time jobs here and there, you know. Yeah. Just, you know, tell the truth and shame the devil. But I did what I had to do to keep myself going and I stay within my means. Even when I got my house, them realtors like, Oh, well, you're paying this much for rent at your salon and you're paying this much for rent at your apartment. You can afford a house that's, you know, blah blah blah. I don't want to pay that, lady. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to pay that, sir. Yeah, but we our people i'ma get the biggest house on the block i'ma get the car that guzzled up the most gas you drive by the gas station your car like i'm thirsty (laughs) we a lot of times we sabotage ourselves and then we also hold on to people and things that are not conducive to our lives look how that that lady got killed in in mexico she was a hairstylist that lady was a big time hairstylist but she had these frenemies and these people that weren't aligned with her they were jealous of her and they killed that woman You know what I'm saying? So I am very, I protect my peace. Brandon will tell you, I don't just take anybody as my client. Not anybody just comes in there. All of those things help to create an atmosphere and a vibe. So I might be missing out on money. I might be missing out on things, but all money ain't good money. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the devil, you can make a deal with the devil. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that is my thing about our people is that we have to, take the steps we need to take to be the best at whatever business we do if you see that you're not passionate about it move on align yourself with other business owners Mm -hmm. you know you have to go to different networking things if you're going to have a food truck i'm sure they have some type of food truck organization Mm -hmm. if you're going to be a hairstylist i've been to different organizations so you get with like-minded people like if you're going to be christian go to the Christians. So you have to treat it the same way. Treat it like it's your baby, your child, and don't do anything. Like I've had clients want to style. I'll do the style. And when I finish, I don't like it. They might think it's awesome, but I promise you I can't sleep that night because I'm thinking about, I did Sally Sue hell and it's ugly because I care, but everybody is not like that. We live in a society that's hustle, 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 money, 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 but it's no, it's all, you know, it's it's no heart in it, it's no soul in it, you know. So, um
1: I guess I wanna know, is it important, you know, before you even get on start on your journey of, of entrepreneurship, um, to take care of like I guess your debt and things of that nature before you even try to jump into the business or do you do you, do you think do you feel like people can they get into business to get out of it? Like how
4: Mm-hmm. I feel like you so always going to have that. I mean, y'all, what's your thoughts on that? Because that is dead. It's going to be there.
2: So, I feel yeah. like, um, well, before I jump to that, I had two things what you was telling me, what you was just saying about the um, entrepreneurship and social media and stuff like that, and go back to what Jarvis was saying about everybody is wanting to be into the entrepreneurship. But OJ. It's like, I'm sorry, Mr. OJJ was, everybody wants to get into entrepreneurship, but it's like nobody is looking at the, like you said, the back scenes of things and seeing how things go. Just for instance, I mean, my wife was like, Hey, i think we're doing kind of good in the business let's go ahead and i, I want to quit my job and we're going to do this. I'm like well let's see how the summertime is going to go then we're going to do this and so i let her get them three months and i'm sitting there thinking i'm like baby, you're not going to get paid yeah we're bringing in some money but how are you going to go to the dentist? how are you going to where your medical coming from like get, sign your ass back up to work <laughs> like the, that's what we didn't think about like mentally it's like the only thing i feel like sometimes the only thing we look at is not an entrepreneurship we want to just do something how can i get rich let me be a millionaire real quick you i got an uncle that's been in the truck business for 15 20 years he looked like he got millions but he ain't got millions of dollars he just make it look good
3: mm-hmm. and everything
2: is not if that's really your baby it's not about the money sometimes it's about their clientele and it's about you know how you loving somebody with that you know just giving a damn about your clients and stuff like that and what um, mr patience was saying about it. i feel like business is a debt, and everyone looks at debt mm-hmm. as though it's always a negative thing but you can look at all the millionaires in the world. They all are in debt. Oh, when they go into foreclosure, I mean not foreclosure. When they go into bankruptcy, bankruptcy and stuff, bankruptcy is not a bad thing. It actually starts you off to be free of debt so that you can start over again. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people like, damn, you went to bankruptcy, yeah. Your credit gonna be bad. It will. But it will also get better as well, man. Mm-hmm. So and I've mean, I, I even thought about that one or two times. Like, I'm <laughs> okay. playing this thing. Like, like, I'm trying Sign to tell you, it's not, a, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So whether you in business or not, that's mm-hmm. going to always be there. It's because, always going to you know, be there. Just just like credit. You know, I got good credit, but you're still in debt. you still owing somebody something. They just gave you something. they letting you borrow something.
1: Yes. So, the it, day when somebody huh? was
2: like, people around here bragging about $850,
1: Credit score, and they ain't even got eight hundred and fifty dollars in the bank. Come on, <laughs> so, yeah. i so, be yeah. oh, so, so. yeah. This country is built on, on debt. debt.
4: They still owe us. Well, so what what I, I,
1: come on I now. Really, what I really meant was, you know, the the small things. You know, like yeah, just say you got credit cards and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, the things that you can that you have control over before mm-hmm. you start dumping your money into everything else. Because if I start dumping money into the business, and I still got stuff over here that's Taking money out of my pocket, then I'm, then my overhead is, then I'm just adding to my overhead, which is gonna put me further in there. So I'm just saying, is it is it smarter to, to make sure all of all of your personal affairs are in order before you start putting your
2: money into the business? Well, first off, real quick, entrepreneurship, we gotta start learning how to change our vocabulary. You ain't dumping your money into anything that you love. <laughs> you Investing mm-hmm. your money. When you mm. saying you dumping it in, it's just like let me throw this over here, and mm-hmm. see what I see, what yeah. could happen. But once you move that vocabulary, and hey, I'm investing in this, mm-hmm. it's just gonna make you want to move forward. It's gonna, your mindset, it's gonna change your mindset right? on stuff. Man. And I feel like well, you ain't ready to talk you... about life insurance though. Hey. I, That's, at life insurance, it's a whole nother category. I
4: know yeah. it but see, but that goes brilliant. back to what I was saying earlier about having a financial advisor. Your financial yes. advisor is who you talk to. Yes. Like even with my house and, you know, my house needs work and all this stuff. I went to my financial advisor. I was like, Mickey, you know, what should I do? How should I do this? When you're saying, well... I don't want to start the business because of blah blah. Then in that case nobody would ever start anything at any time because the debt's gonna be there. The bills are going to be there. The yeah. stuff is gonna be there. My mom used to tell me, she said if you don't do nothing else, pay your rent. If you don't do nothing else, pay your mortgage. That yeah. gas might get cut off, the water might get cut off, the lights might get sure. cut off, but at least you got somewhere to live. You might have some days like that, even if you are trying to pay bills and do everything the right way. So I feel like debt will always be there, bills will always be there. Hopefully, whatever you're doing as an entrepreneur will help to pay for those things and help to, you know, lighten your load. So if it's something that you really unsure about and it's like a substantial amount of debt, I would talk to somebody, you know. And also, yeah, I'd be careful with somebody's credit claim to be credit fixing people because that'd be janky, too. Yeah. That'd be a scam, you know, scam alert. Do so
1: do so oh, it yourself.
4: But again, that just comes with the knowledge and what I'm finding because um, I don't want to be one of the older people that's like, you know, these young people. But I'm seeing that a lot of the younger generation, because they grew up with the internet and because they grew up with Google They have they're so lazy, like they don't even want to even Google anything. They want everything just dropped in their lap. And it's not everybody, but a lot of them. So that's causing a lot of issues, too, because just because you put some words on a picture of Morgan Freeman and make a quote mean, don't mean he said that like you have to look a little further and dig a little deeper. Everything ain't going to be Googleable. Some stuff you got to go out in life and experience, you know, Mm -hmm.
3: so, yeah, that's so true. Uh, 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 true. So uh, I know we asked this question before, so we've had this conversation. I kind of want to bring it back kind of a little bit full circle. So how important is financial literacy to your entrepreneurship? Like how how important is that? Do you all think that's something that you need to know? You can learn across on a journey or is this something that you need to at least have the basics down? to be able to take that next step because i I know you were talking earlier and just to give you an example like when we grew up our parents was telling us get a good job you know go to school get good grades get in a good college get a good job you're gonna be set for life you know what i mean but I mean, that kind of set us up a failure because if they hadn't been talking about stocks and bonds and options and, mm-hmm. you know, 401ks and, you know, building credit and stuff like that, when we would come up. I probably our mentality would be different and we would be better set up than where we are right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So going forward, now that we know that information, how important is it to know that information when you're trying to have a business? Well, just one uh I guess rebuttal to kind of what you
1: said is um when it comes to the parents man they they can only teach you what they know so if they didn't if they didn't know about stocks and bonds or know about credit or whatever the case may be they they couldn't teach you that They was only teaching us the things that they know mm. I, i've asked my aunts plenty of times i was like how come y'all never taught us about credit And all they said was well we ain't know hmm. And I can't fault you for not knowing. I mean,
3: I, no, I can fault you for not seeking knowledge. No, I'm, I'm I'm not saying like the fault on anybody. I'm well, saying you, know, this,
1: you, well, you say you would be in a better position if your parents was teaching you about stocks yeah,
3: and bonds and stuff. But, but they, that, that could be true. I'm not saying whether they knew that information or not is their fault. I'm just saying if they did know that information. And they were passing that information on then we would be in a better place right now i'm not faulting them because they didn't know that information or because they couldn't obtain that information whatever the case may be mm -hmm. i'm just saying that Mm -hmm. if they did know that information or they were provided or came across it at some point then you know you know too they have a saying too just like ignorance is not an excuse Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying just because you don't know something you knew it was going on you know what i'm saying that's just like, hey, if you see a fire down the street, you know it's a fire down the street. Now you might not know how that fire started, but you know enough to say, "I better call nine mm-hmm. because I see a fire. Even if you think the whole neighborhood called nine one one, you still might pick up the phone to call nine one one. So I'm not the, placing the fault at anybody's feet. I'm not saying it's their fault. I'm just saying if they they had that knowledge and they passed it on to us. Then i feel like we would be in a better place and i'm not saying that's for everybody's kids some people kids are hard-headed mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah he used to say a hard a hard head make a soft oh, ass. ass you know what i'm saying it's a reason that they say that you know what i mean so i'm not saying that everybody would have been where they were supposed to be but i yeah. feel like it would have been have been different you know what i mean yeah but even, even with that
2: Smoke or whatever that fire that you see, most of us would be like, "Hey, shit, it ain't got nothing to do with me." So I'm not worried too much about it. It's not happening over here where I'm at. So as long as I'm taking care of and got, got what I got on, on, on <laughs> you, this is all I'm worried <laughs> mm-hmm. about because I'm not hearing about too many other fires that's been going on. I'm just worried about my house not catching on no fire. And, and with that problem. being said, I feel like financial literacy is important with or without entrepreneurship or having your own business. But I feel like we put too much into it. It's not always about stocks and bonds and mm-hmm. Roth IRAs and mutual funds and stuff. The main key to being financially liter- literacy, literally whatever the word might be, I'm literacy, yeah. is discipline. If most of us go on our accounts, and I'm saying most of us, most of me or whoever, most of us going on our accounts, most of our money been spent on going out to the- eat. Uber Eats. Having discipline, knowing what your (laughs) wants between your Mm -hmm. needs. Me, I had to get to a point where it's like, man, I've been, I ate out for 10 years, man, every day. For 10 years, $20 a day. And was just because I'm getting paid, I'm just like, ah, that ain't hurting me. But look how much that, and plus cigarettes every other Mm. day. And just just financial literacy and just small stuff like that can make a big difference. It ain't always about, Roth, I raise or should I put my money over here? Mm -hmm. That stuff is very important, Mm -hmm. but discipline is the key. You start off somewhere small and learn how to save that extra twenty. Hey, let me take my leftovers today. Let me do this, just to show you mm-hmm. what to start doing in entrepreneurship, and that's going to be stuff you're going to have to do, not because you want to do. It. Mm-hmm. Having a business is going
5: to make
3: you have to put money to the side. So, but you said financial literacy is about discipline, but it's isn't discipline. isn't that part of the discipline? Knowing where to invest your money and why you're investing in that part, because like you said it's like harkens back to something you said you said a lot of days you saw that money coming out your check and you was like i I, I could use this money over here like this is this is gonna hurt Mm -hmm. but you kept investing that money that was the discipline to know like Mm -hmm. hey me vesting this money over here gonna help me in the Mm -hmm. long run so that's part of discipline i know we talk about stocks bonds Mm -hmm. stuff like that 401ks those things are important to your future somebody tell me you know the only thing thing you know the pot the most powerful thing about the dollar if you invest that dollar it is working 24 hours a day it doesn't need sick time it doesn't need vacation it doesn't need no breaks it ain't really need no family medical leave that dollar is always working for you mm-hmm. so i feel like yeah part of yeah it's discipline but it's the discipline to know how to spend your money right you know what i mean like you said you was going spending twenty dollars a day but if you had to took that money and invested that same twenty dollars a day plus the cigarette money that you were spending and a 401k a Roth 401k what would your 401k look like now what would your retirement look like right now for 10 years it might not have been much it might not be a million dollars or whatever but it would be something you know it could be if you was investing into some stocks if you Caught google when google was just coming out on amazon or youtube and you was investing that same 20 you was doing and you was just piling in it you know what i mean yeah but
2: if i just piled in there and i just don't have no discipline about about that 401k anything like that because just throwing in the 401k ain't good enough like what what's the percentage on that or nobody understand that just now roth RA just went up to 6500 a year that you can throw in there it was just 5500 just last year year, like in december like so i'm saying the discipline because it's cool to know where you want to invest it in but if you know where you want to put it in but you don't know how it's going to work for you Mm -hmm. just investing ain't good enough i mean it's just like okay i got the discipline i want to put it in my 401k but is 401k really good for you because i had to learn that hey i am just investing in life insurance with my job but they didn't tell me after being there for 15 years once I leave that job, I ain't even got that life insurance no more. Yeah, but I've been investing in that for fifteen years. Yeah, another difference between the two, <laughs> between the
1: three, the three. I'm sorry, three insurances. Yeah, especially because a lot of people invested into that accidental,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: say, say you die of natural causes. Guess what? It, it don't it, cover it. It, it was. It doesn't. It doesn't get covered. So you need to make sure you know about those different things. Yeah. I feel like you just got to learn how to say no.
2: <laughs> so so, yeah,
1: just you I mean because me. we had we had this discussion yeah. that I forgot whatever I forgot which episode it was or which, whichever, but um, we do a lot of celebrating mm-hmm. and we're not celebrating nothing. Like mm-hmm. we just we just out. We trying mm-hmm. to live. Well, I guess uh, enjoy life is what we call it mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But we not really. We haven't accomplished anything to be out celebrating anything. Yeah. Um, this is uh it this yeah this this conversation could go go mm-hmm. go go so, on, go, go yes, so many ways and um i feel like it's it's gonna need a part two that's mm-hmm. oh, um, definitely yeah, we're definitely gonna need a part two yeah. uh so um what we want to do is uh we we want to we would like to invite you back Whenever y'all
4: ready, y'all let me know. Yeah. Now that I know how to find you. Had to leave a trail of breadcrumbs. <laughs> get it's here as so I can get back. But yes, I. Was. Yeah, but I just wanted to say one more thing before I go. I feel like for our people, the tip of our nose is as further as far as we goes and thinking as we go and thinking about the future. We don't think about the future. We just in living for today. And I would love for our people to be more proactive instead of reactive, and be prepared. You know, like we're talking about life insurance, you know, time and time again, and it breaks my heart. Even a close friend of mine passed, and people have to, you know, set up a fund to, to, to you know, take care of the funeral expenses. Um, you know, uh, Starbucks, however much Starbucks costs, for the cost of how much you're paying for Starbucks a week, that could be going towards your, you know, life. I have one life insurance policy. It's like $26 a month. That's 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 your that's your Uber Eats right there. You know what I'm saying? So just things like that, you know, our people having life insurance and having these things, you know. Other races when they people die, if they now on Tuesday by Thursday, they putting that thing down, you know, not us. We gotta wait, you know. Uncle Bubba gonna get paid, and we're gonna sell some fish dinners and we're gonna do a car wash. And I understand, right? GoFundMe, GoFundMe has replaced life insurance, you know. So that's one thing that I hope that people will start to realize is that tomorrow is coming. It's coming. Mm -hmm. And we don't know the day nor the hour. And you don't want your family to be stressed and people putting their houses up, you know, um, to get money to to pay for things. You know what I mean? So that's what I want for us to do better with.
3: I just want to say something, Uh, y'all. And for you, that's that's the lesson, y'all. These are just conversations we having, you know what I mean? we not financial advisors. No, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, we don't want y'all to think like, oh, such and such on the blog. Well, Joe said yeah. we gotta go get, feel the like, patient, she get the get right, I- the credit right. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Patient was <laughs> telling yeah. us we gotta clean our lives up. But you even, know what I'm yeah, so you but like that. I was you saying,
4: you know, when I got locked out of my salon, let me show you how mentality works. Because I just sat here and told y'all I had a financial planner, and I've been investing money since 2002. I had the money to pay my rent, but I was so conditioned to act like that money was not there because I grew up hand to mouth. I grew up without that I had conditioned myself and had like a broke mentality. I could have paid for the stuff with the money I had set aside in my financial advisor. It was like Georgia you had the, why didn't you just call me I'm like well because I don't he was like the money was there but I had conditioned myself so don't be that extreme like you ain't got to be that tight if your hand is tight ain't no money get in it you got to find a happy medium but that was my mentality I had conditioned myself that money's not there that money's not there that money's not there that money's not there that, not there. that when I even needed the money for my own stuff I didn't tap into it so yeah that's a cautionary tale for y'all okay so there's other sides to this stuff too and like you said we ain't financial about that's what I should have done call my financial advisor (laughs) I'm sitting up here the people that lock me out of my stuff so but you know everything happens for a reason it's part of entrepreneurship I never said I'm gonna give up I just said let me figure out what else I'm gonna do but I have forged such a good friendship or relationship with these people they said the next day come on i said what about my shampoo bowl that night the shampoo bowl was put in because i had been a good person and a positive person like they say you reap what you sow everything you sow ain't bad sometimes you see you sowing some good seeds you know what i'm saying and so you get a good harvest from it they gave me a key They didn't have to give me a key to their business for me to go in there and do my business. But they knew me because your word got to be your bond and your character has to speak for itself to where people want to help you. It's nothing wrong with asking for help I know as black men Y'all hate to feel like you need help You hate to ask for stuff You hate to feel like you're in need But we, How can we grow if we don't help each other How A closed mouth can be fed How can we move forward if we don't reach out and say Hey man, I need help Or if you see somebody that has a need I have somebody, I could tell she was depressed I knew her life was in the dumps I knew she was going through I reached out to her Hey How you
5: doing? How I'm are you?
4: Orange. You yeah. Why don't you, I want to treat you. Come to my salon. Yeah. Yeah. I know India. I re say I'm not my hair. I'm my hair. I don't care who you are. You feel better when you look good. Whether you bald-headed or got a fade or locks. You feel better when you, you look good and you smell good. It. You yeah. get yeah. a pep in your step. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't have to do that. And I'm not saying it now for no kind of clout or anything. But that's what I felt in my heart to do. She broke down crying. Because sometimes it just takes somebody giving you a lifeline. Saying, hey, I'm here for you. I want to help you. That could be the difference between life and death. We ain't even talked about the suicide rate with our people mm-hmm. because we feel like we can't, we don't have nobody, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah.
5: Let's stay on oh, yeah. drive ah, yeah. man. Yeah. We definitely the gotta Jesus do this
3: again. They matter, we definitely gotta do this Yeah. Again.
1: All right, all right, all right. Um look. We love having you here. Thank you. Um, we love to just all of the nodders that you dropped on us today. I love the input from all um, my brothers uh in there, man. Um we definitely gonna pick this conversation up uh on another episode because it's a lot more to be talked about.
5: Yes, sir it is. All right, uh, this is uh mm-hmm. Mr. Patient. It's your boy OJJ. It's your boy Joe B. It's your boy B row
4: It's your girl De La Soul sister. <laughs> <laughs> where can, where can where they find you? I am on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. You know, I got to have this stuff mm-hmm. for the people at Salon de la Soul Sister. So, like De la Soul, RIP Dave Truegore from De la Soul Passed Away, mm-hmm. RIP. I, um, I name my salon after that amazing hip hop group. So, I'm Salon de la Soul Sister, the one and only. And that's how you can find me. Oh, no, that's
2: right. Good customer service.
5: Good, come service. Oh, y'all come and get locked up. I is don't, don't, don't lie. Stylist the overbooking. There you. you go. Sitting all up on you. Man, twerking. With the weed smoking,
3: twerking in there, running like a club. Kids
5: running around, coughing all
3: over thing, breaking everything, touching everything.
5: And what we'll do is we'll make sure that um, you guys see her on the Everyday Man Podcast Instagram. So if you guys want to, you know, book some service with her, you'll be able to. Uh, reach out to her via on our Instagram as well. And her Instagram yeah. will be on there as well if you guys
3: want to reach out to her. Thank also, you. y'all know y'all gotta have y'all stuff right, man. You heard the oh, lady I say, plan. man, you know, your spirit gotta be right. Be <laughs> you be got no, to be joking. right, man. You know you ain't. <laughs> <energy> you coming <laughs> in there. Check your energy, man. Yeah.
0: But that's it. We out. We out. Peace. They used to tell me I hope you learn to make it on your own And if you let yourself just know you'll never be alone I hope that you get everything you want and that you chose I hope that it's the realest thing that you ever know Hope you get the pretty girls that's pretty at everything Million dollar cribs having million dollar dreams And when you get it all just remember one day Remember one thing That one man could change the world One man could change the world All I I wanted was a hundred million dollars and a bad chick Imagine this a month, some nights, it felt like that I had it Back on the mattress, staring at the ceiling, trying to connect the dots But it's all making those attachments I'm talking dreaming so hard, some nights, it felt like draft day, you know My my stepbrother used to flip them bags outside the crib like it was trash. Date, no Kim K, buddy bag. Yay, yay. But when you're getting fast, money slow down, don't crash. With all the drive in the world, swear you still need gas. Look, think about it. Close your eyes, dream about it. Tell your team about it. Go make million dollar schemes about it. Success is on the way, I feel it in the distance. Used to look up at the stars and be like, ain't too much that's different. I be shining, they be shining. Get your one shot, don't you miss it. What you know by waking up every Like you want a mission and I I hope hope you you learn to make it on your own and if you love yourself, just know you'll never be alone. alone